I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Kalpesh Mystery, Senior Vice President and Head of BFSI Europe for ITC Infotech. Now, many institutions have worked hard in recent years to build impressive customer-facing omni-channel solutions. But underneath, they still rely on legacy systems. Just how big of an issue is this with legacy systems still in place among banks, Kalpesh? It's still a critical issue. The legacy system is impacting the bank agility to change at the speed to meet the customer expectation. And it is also impacting the bank operational efficiency. Over the last five years, the bank has invested significant money in digital modernization, but it was mainly focused on improving user interfaces. The bank had implemented microservices-based architecture, redefined the web interface, built entity mobile application, but the bank's core banking engine is still on the legacy technology. Technically, the bank had built uh, the wrapper service over the legacy platform. Additionally, the bank has a challenge in getting a real-time view of the data and has the data quality issue as well. And this is mainly due to the legacy data platform, which are not integrated well. Therefore, the bank is struggling to provide best-in-class customer experience powered by data, and it's not able to monetize the data for its business benefit. So in summary, the legacy system is a major obstacle in innovating and staying relevant to their respective customers. Banking as a service is the hot button topic now, but is there an issue here? Does opting for such a cloud-based solution offer banks the ability to distinguish themselves to their customers, or is it in danger of being stuck with a one-size-fits-all white label? Very good question. Um, Banking as a service is a hot trend in the industry. A cloud-based solution is an answer for future banking. The cloud provides the platform and ecosystem to develop a banking as a service solution, which helps bank to provide a differentiated solution to their customer. Will one size fit all? The answer is definitely no. The future bank looks very different from the current bank with changing customer expectations. Let me talk about how cloud could be a potential game changer and how it will help distinguish itself to its customer. The cloud usage will help maximize the return on investment of new product launch. The bank can use the cloud to analyze the customer data from internal and external sources to understand customer behavior and expectation. This would help the bank to redefine the customer journey and launch a relevant product which will meet the customer expectation. The cloud will enable the implementation of hyper-personalization, which is very hot topic in the market. The customer expectation is different by age group, geography, and ethnicity, and so many other factors define the customer needs. Today's banking customer expect personalized interaction. The cloud service will help to capture and manage real-time data at scale and apply machine learning to create customer attributes. These attributes will be used to define the hyper-personalization model to deliver a unique experience for each customer when they interact with the bank. Additionally, many platforms and the services on the cloud like KYC, risk, fraud, and many others are available. 
Bank could use the cloud to integrate third-party services quickly. Regulatory reporting is so important for the bank to stay compliant, and it is also a major challenge due to silo data. Cloud could enable a single source of truth by implementing a data lake and reporting service to generate dynamic reports meeting the regulatory expectation. So to your question, the cloud banking would help banks to distinguish themselves and provide innovative, differentiated product solution quickly to the market. Does this mean that we could see banking as a service as the key that unlocks the potential savings of automation and the business opportunities of open banking? Banking as a service is an evolution in the banking industry. The world is changing rapidly, and the new business models are evolving to provide superior customer experience by digitizing the end-to-end customer journey. The banking as a service will allow non-bank to offer banking services under their branch. Let me give an example of a mortgage hub to explain this. The customer who wants to buy a home would need help on many things, including mortgage, mover service, home renovation, electricity and guest services, furniture for a new home, and many more. Currently, the bank is limited to provide the mortgage service only. But non-bank like Rightmove provide the biggest platform in the UK, which everyone uses to begin their search for house. Banking as a service can enable non-bank like Rightmove or any other new entrant to digitize the end-to-end customer journey from buying a house to getting a mortgage to getting a mover service centrally in one shop. This is the true power of banking as a service. The journey has already begun, but we have yet to see its true power of it. I would call banking as a service is nothing but commoditizing various banking services like mortgage, payment, and lending. For the bank, this would help to increase the customer reach and increase the market share. Again, thanks to open banking adoption in the UK and Europe and the Payment Service Directive 2 regulation that challenged the banks to open customer data and the banking service to other financial institutes. Now, this allows all of us to do seamless banking. For example, I can make the payment of my MX card spent through any of my bank account in the MX mobile app. So simple, isn't it? The global technology company like Facebook, Uber, Apple, Google, who have a big customer base, now they can offer a banking service to their customer by leveraging banking as a service. This will completely disrupt the banking model we are currently operating on. They've already seen steps towards it. Apple and Goldman Sachs partner for the cards and payment service, and they've launched the Apple card. Uber is working on launching Uber Wallet and the cards, and we have seen many such examples. But in this entire journey, the technology play a vital role in implementing a banking as a service and open banking by leveraging the cloud to build API, which is accessible by third party in a secure way. Cloud also provides ecosystem to build an intelligent automation by leveraging machine learning, which is an essential to deliver the pace of implementation and keep the operation cost low. So in summary, banking as a service and open banking would evolve the new business model and redefine the way we do the banking through digitizing the end-to-end customer journey. Now, there's one word that you've used that I'm going to ask you to expand on, and the word in question was data. From what you've said, your answers to my last couple of questions, would it be fair to say that the future evolution of banking comes down to the proper management of data? 
the proper management of data is vital when the banking business model are disrupted by banking as a service and open banking. And with open banking implementation, the customer financial data are exchanged with the third parties and bank is consuming data from other financial institute and the third party. The challenge faced by the bank is a complex ecosystem consisting of legacy data warehouse, legacy application, silo data, and lack of integration of data platform from the different business function. And this is leading to a data quality issue, not having a single view of customer data from different business function like retail, car, and lending. Therefore, bank is unable to have a data analytic on a consolidated data to get a meaningful insight that they can use for customer and business benefit. And this is directly impacting the growth and the market share. And let me give you an example from one of my recent conversation with one of the large UK banks. The bank has a data model to offer pre-approved personal loan based on the credit score, average balance, and other parameters. But the personal loan lead generated from that business application is not even 0.5 percentage. The outcome is linked to an understanding of the customer need. Bank has an opportunity to leverage customer retail banking and credit card transaction data in conjunction with credit score and other parameters to understand a customer personal circumstances. For example, customer who graduated recently got a good job with a good salary, has a high chance of buying a new car. And if bank uses the data effectively and promote a car loan, then the probability of the new business is high. So while we talk about data management, the complexity has further increased with the data flowing from the multiple places. It is imperative for the bank to ensure data is protected by building secure infrastructure aligning with the data protection guideline. We have seen many examples in the past where the bank got a heavy fine from the regulator for compromising the confidentiality of the customer data. Additionally, Fraud prevention through data risk modeling is vital to reduce risk exposure. The bank realized the criticality of this and the data modernization is at heart of every CIO's agenda. The cloud provides an ecosystem where bank can take complete advantage of hyperscale investment in a data lake, data analytic, machine learning, security framework to get a meaningful insight for the business. Bank could also take advantage of the platform as a service from third party to improve time to market of such implementation and focus on the core businesses. But to your question, indeed, effective management of the data is the biggest stumbling block if this is not addressed and bank could lose a competitive advantage. Can I press you on that then? What is it that banks need to do specifically? You mentioned security, obviously the management of a data lake, but what can you give me a prescriptive outline of what banks need to do to leverage their data properly to be able to maximize the use they get out of it? It's very important to understand the customer. And in order to understand the customer, the banks need to redefine the customer journey. And once the customer journey is redefined, the data journey has to be defined map to the business goal. And once you define uh, the data journey, then the question is how you will implement. And I already addressed that uh, question partially. The cloud is a platform will provide different components uh, like a data lake, uh, data analytic, uh, reporting, 
and a secure framework to move the data onto the cloud. So my answer to your question is define um, uh, the customer needs and expectation, define customer journey, define data journey linked with your customer journey, and implement the technology uh, component onto the cloud. Okay, finally, let's talk about something that's now really also a hot button topic. That's ESG, environmental, social, and governance. It's moved from being a box-ticking exercise to something that increasingly regulators are requiring and indeed customers are expecting. What do banks need to do to build a positive approach to ESG and how can they actually leverage doing that? The bank is playing a key role in influencing ESG adoption globally. The climate crisis has a direct impact on the business. Insurance firms and the banks are at high financial risk exposure and have been hit by high insurance claims due to climate crisis like flooding. As we know that financial service is a backbone for everything that we do and for all businesses. And the expectation is for financial institute to step up and include ESG as a part of their agenda. We have seen in the last two years that every bank has taken this seriously and defined net zero target for their business. While the bank is working on modernizing and reducing carbon emission directly from its own business, the bank is working on reshaping the new product aligning with the ESG agenda. This is an important step towards influencing ESG economy along with the government. Let me take an example. In the UK, close to 32% of CO2 is produced from hitting the house. The government is promoting heat pumps and a solar panel installation to reduce carbon emission. The bank can play an important role along with the government to influence people's decisions. A bank can promote a better mortgage rate for greenhouse, bank can offer a low interest loan for initial seed money for such installation. Additionally, with the increased awareness of the climate crisis, people are likely to commit their investment to banks and a business that are committed to ESG goals. We have seen the evidence of the same. Investment in ESG fund is rising. According to the recent study done by BlackRock, 88% of sustainable funds outperform non-sustainable funds. In a nutshell, the bank must build a positive approach to ESG by including ESG objectives as a part of core cultural value for the employees and a partner, ensuring ESG guidelines are considered for their existing product and a new product launch. The bank must question how they can contribute socially to meet the ESG agenda for their every business decision. Last but not least, to ensure strong board governance and measurement of ESG risk and timely mitigation of the same. This action would bring positive momentum to the ESG agenda and create a better environment for the society. Thank you very much, Kalpesh Mistry, Senior Vice President and Head of BFSI Europe for ITC Infotech.